a lot of things, uh, but in the world you're about to enter, that I hope to guide you through, I'm a social studies teacher. So it would just be out of character if I didn't start this series with a tangent. He woke up and he knew he was going to die. He had accepted this. Refusing escape, he spoke with his friends and explained his reasons. Obviously, none of them wanted him to die, but no matter how passionately or reasonably they argued with him, no matter how strongly they proved the injustices being done to him, they could not convince him. He was never the type to fall blind to the popular opinion, only a lover of the truth. Their talk must have seemed endless. There were no winners or losers. The time came, he said farewell, drank from the cup, and so died Socrates. But probably not. See, Socrates hated writing. He hated reading. He thought both made your mind and memory weak. He thought the only way you could learn from each other was face to face, <laughs> which really hits home today. So how do we know this story at all? Well, his student, Plato, used Socrates as a character, showing the best qualities of the best minds. Today, we don't know who Socrates was, really, but we know what he meant. We know what his purpose was. So even though he was lost well before his time, he wasn't lost to time. Those who sentenced him, though, do you know them? Yeah, they tried to make his life their legacy, but it became his story, and it became his story because of how it was told. Think about everything that's happened to you since April of this year, 2020. All the necessary injustices, all the hopes that were ripped from you. None of us asked for any of this, and we've all been helpless to it, trying as best we can to live good lives with purpose and meaning and compassion. But that doesn't feel like enough. It echoes hollow for each of us because we're all so alone. Well, this series is about just one loss. One injustice on a group of people who embody the best that Socrates offered. By their nature, they are inquisitive and eager, unabashed and bold. They are lovers of the truth, champions of their own voices. They're people we've all been in a time none of us can forget. They're high school seniors. And they've lost their last chance to have the moment that brought them together for months, sometimes years, from different groups and grades and classes in a process that always seems endless, with no winners or losers, only camaraderie. Their last high school musical. We hope this simple series helps some of them to feel a little less hollow, a little less alone, a little more timeless. And now, they decide how this story will be told. So let's get to know them. Episode 1. New World. Who this? 
So, yeah. Alex, if you could, can you tell me like a little biography about you real quick? Hi, I'm Alex Content. I'm a senior and um, little biography is I took a year abroad in the 10th grade. Um, I also have done multiple productions. I did Cinderella. I did The Addams Family. I love to travel and I love languages. Um, I also have a passion for fashion, especially uh, the business aspect. So next year I will be um, traveling back to Milan, Italy, where I'll be attending university there. And I'll be studying economics and management for the fine arts. Can you go a little more in depth into the musicals, uh, like maybe what you did in each musical and, and what you had to rehearse? So the first musical I ever did was Cinderella. It was in the ninth grade. Um, I was part of ensemble. I really enjoyed it. And that was like really where I found my passion. And I was like, oh, I love theater. And then when I came back in 11th grade, I decided to audition for a lead. I was really going for more Tisha or Alice. Things changed and I was casted as uh, Uncle Fester. I really enjoyed Uncle Fester. I mean, it was something very out there. And I was like, never thought that I could like portray a character like that, but... <laughs> and, and so this year, what was your involvement in the musical going to be? I was going to be Yenta the matchmaker. It was definitely like the comedic role again. I was basically creating all the matches. I mean, the matches weren't the best, but uh, <laughs> they were still like matches and like everyone looked up to me and I was like definitely the person in everyone's business. I was a know-it-all and I knew everything happening. So the way she like talked was much different than I would normally talk in the sense that I would like portray it as uh, more of like a Jewish mother twist on it. So I was definitely like a know-it-all. Like I was nosy. Like I'd walk into anyone's house and be like, oh, I know where this is. Oh, I can take some food. Oh, feel bad for me. Like, and then like, I was always like, always talking about myself and like, oh, this happened and this happened. But like at the end of the day, like I felt like a little bit of like sadness for myself because I didn't actually have anyone, but I had everyone. Because you've had three years of experience over your high school career with the High School Musical, um, imagine that you, you did have an opening night this year and imagine that it's pretty early. You're not in makeup or costume yet, but you're kind of walking around that auditorium and you see this middle schooler who's just kind of sitting there and the middle schooler, you know, makes eye contact with you and middle schooler asks you, what is a musical? I've never seen one before. I have no idea what I'm in for. Can you tell me what this thing is? How would you explain it to someone who's never experienced it? I would say it's honestly in the beginning, a bunch of strangers coming together and singing and dancing and putting it all together and acting. And then sort of like towards the middle and the end, you really become a family and it's like a family all on stage together and we're all acting and we're all singing. And we're all supporting each other. So, Bailey, hi again. Thanks hi. for uh, being willing to chat with me. Can you give me like a little biography of yourself? Like a little insight into who you are? I'm Bailey Capel. I'm a senior. I'm going to Binghamton University next year to uh, study biology and pre-med. I'm an IB diploma student and uh, my passion is music. So I... I do a lot of singing and I play piano. I just really like hanging out with like family and friends and having fun. 
And so w- with your passion of music, did that kind of naturally lead you to want to be part of the high school musical or was it something else that drove your participation? I always knew I was going to do the musical. Like there wasn't really another option. <laughs> so I did it all four years of high school. Um, so I did Cinderella in freshman year. And then um, in Thoroughly Modern Millie, I played Gloria, which was um, one of like the supporting actresses. And it was like a small role, but I was so excited to like finally have a role in my first musical. I think that was one of my favorite shows that I've ever done. And then I did The Addams Family and I played Wednesday. And that was my dream role because The Addams Family is my favorite musical ever. <laughs> so then how, um, how was your role a part of this grander story of, of Fiddler, which is an, an escape and a, and a very different world. Um, can you describe to me who were you playing? Wh- who was this person that you were rehearsing? I was playing Hoddle, and she was the second daughter in the family. She's very sassy. She's really, like, down to earth, and, and she doesn't take anyone else's business. Like, she's going to do what she wants to do. She's a really strong character. Her story is, um, she's always been pretty traditional. She wants to, uh, marry the rabbi's son and she thinks like she deserves the best. And, um, Seidel makes her realize that if the matchmaker like sets her up with a man, like that's going to be it. Like it might not be who she wants it to be. And then she meets Perchik, who is this revolutionary and she falls in love with him. I think it just like, it follows their story them choosing each other and that's just really outside of the norm when like they decide to get married and she wants to leave it's really hard for her and it it takes a long time for her to get her father to accept it it was really fun for me to play that like more serious character because i've never really done that before (laughs) so imagine now uh let's say that it's opening night and there's a kid, like a middle schooler, hanging out in the lobby. And this middle schooler has never seen a musical in their life before. They have no idea what they're about to watch. And they don't know that you're in it, obviously. So they ask you, what am I about to see? You know, how would you answer that question to someone who has no experience with a musical whatsoever? Well, I would say that they're in for a really good time. Because I, I think, um, especially with Fiddler, like you're just entering like a whole different, like a whole different world. It's like, you're about to like step outside of your own life for a second and just be like completely consumed in like this different story. And, um, yeah. So I would tell them that like, they're really in for a treat because it just gives you a second to like step away from whatever's going on in your life and just like enjoy something. Ms. Bella Ross, can you give me like a quick biography of who you are? <laughs> My name is Bella Ross. I'm a senior at Greenville High School, and I am what people call an artsy kid. I've taken pretty much every single art class available, every music class we have, and this would have been my fourth musical this year as Seidel and Fiddler on the Roof. So you said that you've been involved in the musical for four years. Is that correct? Yeah. Can you this just ca- my fourth year? Can you just kind of summarize those experiences, like what what each musical was and how you were involved in each? So during my freshman year, we did Cinderella, which is probably my favorite musical we've ever done. 
just like the vibe and the whole cast was just so much fun and we all got together we messed around we still do the dances today after cinderella was thoroughly modern millie and in that one i had a small part my name was alice i had a lot of featured tap dancing scenes and i am still to this day asking mr meredith to keep doing tap dancing and then the adams family and i was a dead bride and i had a featured tango dancing part which was kind of cool I learned a lot of different types of dances <laughs> in the musical. One of the questions I like to ask, just to see what you think is, uh, and, and you especially because you've had four years of experience with the musical, imagine that it's opening night and you, you're, before you get into costume or anything and anyone sees that you're, you're one of the actors, um, there's a, like a middle schooler hanging out and this middle schooler has never seen a musical before and they ask you, what am I about to see? What is this? How would you explain that to someone who's never experienced it? I tell them that there's so much energy that it's, you just can't, because especially opening night or closing night, when you're just like, it's our first show or it's our final show, everyone's so excited to do it and they just put all of their effort in. And we're not, even, we're not faking our smiles. Everything is just so real. And it's, you just kind of like get sucked into it. And it's, I think it's a magical experience. So, so can you describe to me then, uh, who was the character that you were going to bring this energy to? You know, who, who were you training to, to play and be? I was going to be Zytle, which is the oldest sister out of five, I believe. There's Zytle, Hoddle, Hava, and then the two younger sisters' names I can't pronounce. I was going to be forced into this arranged marriage with this old man, but I was in love with Model, the tailor. And so there's this whole thing about like my father choosing for me to marry Laser Wolf. And then I end up going to him and begging him. And then I end up being allowed to marry Model. And so we have our big Jewish wedding. And then we have a happy life. But then after that, that kind of like sets the tone for like my younger sisters, where they start to feel like they can make their own choices too. So like I was the only one who was really accepted for my choice to marry who I wanted and I was able to have the wedding. Then as my younger sisters go down the line, they're not as accepted for loving who they love as I was. So my part is more of like in the beginning of the story, but it kind of just like it sets the rest of the story up. Next up, we have a senior who I talked to from the Florida Keys, which is why I forgot to mention their name in the segment, because I was flabbergasted with how jealous I was. Miss Emma Smith. Can you tell me, just give me a little bit of a sense of who you are? I'm a senior this year. I'll be going to the University of Rhode Island for nursing. Um, I did 24 hours a week of gymnastics throughout my high school experience. So I really was not super active in school, but this year I hurt my back, so I couldn't do gymnastics. And so I decided to join the musical for fun. Actually, I decided about five minutes before the tryouts <laughs> that I was going to do it. So I drove back to school and I tried out. Kind of just <laughs> went for it. And, and, and are you telling me you made that decision on your own or did anyone kind of push you in that direction? <laughs> 
Sierra Missler definitely forced me into this. I had a bit of a feeling. Yeah, totally. So how did she sell it to you? How did she try to get you to, to, to do it? Well, she knew I liked watching musicals and I always went to her musicals and I totally enjoyed it. Um, and so she kind of was like, you'll love it. You just need to do it. And I was like, I don't really like to talk in front of people. Like, I'm okay having conversations and talking in front of a class, but that's like a whole different level. Like, I've never had to do anything like that. Gymnastics is very, you don't talk. Like, it's just me flipping and it's fine. Um, but that was definitely a big step out of my comfort zone. So I kind of wasn't excited for it. But then I'm so happy I joined and that she forced me to do it because it was a great time. Can you describe to me what role you got cast as and um, just like the, the details of that role? Who, who were you going to play? So I was an ensemble member. And, and what does so, that mean? Oh, so it was one of like the chorus people. So like we don't really have that many lines. We're kind of just in the background. Um, and then during tryouts, we had to do like this dance thing. And Miss Coons, our choreographer, thought that I showed something and that she wanted me to, to be a bottle dancer for the wedding scene which is the people who balance the big wine bottles on their head and <laughs> yeah and dance with it and hopefully it doesn't fall off but <laughs> that's about it but there was a bunch of girls that had to play guys because we didn't have that many um guy roles so like me sarah messler a bunch of other seniors and juniors were half like boys half the time yeah and how was that <laughs> it was fine honestly it wasn't that big of a deal I yeah. was okay with it yeah there was a lot of people doing it so like it was comfortable for everyone you kind of got over the fact that you were a boy it was okay <laughs> was it kind of fun to like play pretend like that oh definitely yeah because it was it was hard to figure out like how a guy sits and like acts like it's not something you think about and so Sierra and I would be dancing in one of like the two life scenes and like We'd be like, we're dancing like girls. Like you gotta, you gotta take it down a couple notches. <laughs> so it was always funny, but. You know what, Emma? This this interview is about you, but but I'll tell you from personal experience, <laughs> I still don't know how a guy sits. Okay. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> it's so weird. Very slouchy. I don't know. It's very So, Gianna, you know, can you give me a quick, like, biography of who you are, just generally? Just who is Gianna? 17-year-old girl living in a small town. Kind of quiet. I don't really care what people think about me. I like sports. I play volleyball. I used to play softball, and I used to wrestle. Can you tell me a little bit? How involved have you been in high school musicals? Like, when did you first get involved? And then what has been your experience since then? I started with Millie, Adam's Family, and then uh, the Fiddler on the Roof. I was ensemble until my senior year. It was fun. A lot of fun. A lot of work put into it. But after all that work, it was fun. Even through Hell Week. It's the week before the show, so we play the whole musical, and we stay from right after school till 9, 10 o'clock at night. So imagine, because you, you have three under your belt, you know, that's, that's a lot of experience. Um, imagine someone who's never experienced a musical before, how would you explain to them what a musical is? Is there anything that you would say to them is special about musicals, is unique? 
I personally like the singing and the dancing because it's like it's unique. It's different from like TV shows or movies because like you don't see that. Personally, for me, when I see it, I want to see it again. Like the dancing and the singing, like I enjoy it. Like me and my brother, we still have the soundtracks from uh, like Cinderella and the shows you put on too. I think that's what makes it special. Interesting. So it's the combination of song and dance. So in this year, who are you going to play? Who who are you uh, rehearsing? Uh, the second youngest sister, Sprinza. So so Sprinza, can you tell me a little bit about who Sprinza is and and who you were uh, rehearsing to be? So her and her youngest sister, we were always together on stage. We were taking like school lessons in the play. The older sisters would be hoping for husbands and stuff, but we were just there for like helping mom. Being a good kid. You're being a good yeah. kid. Not a not a great stretch for Gianna Mancuso. She's a good kid. She knows how to be yeah. a good kid. <laughs> As the kids say, new phone, who dis? Like, <laughs> could, could you tell me a little bit about yourself? Just like the general biography of Riley Oot? Riley Oot is a senior, a senior stuck in quarantine, of course. I'm pretty chill, down to earth, I think. My friends think I'm funny. I wouldn't say I'm funny, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to Siena, and I'm going to be majoring in communications. I've always loved filming. Like, uh, last year I went to the summer school at Proctor's and I did like a film camp and I met some pretty amazing people. I realized it's something I really enjoy. So hopefully I can branch into that at Siena. How did you get involved in musicals at Greenville? I did Cinderella my first year. And even though I was like a background person, I just, it felt, it was so nice. Like it felt like a family. Cause like beginning of the year, you know, there's like the clicks you would say, or like you have your own friend group. Once the musical happens, you hang out with people you normally don't hang out with before and you learn so much about them that you never thought. And you realize that, you know, they're similar to you more than you actually thought they were. And they always got your back. So the, the whole time you've been a high schooler, you've been involved in the musical. And you've said it's kind of like, you know, magical. If, if you could imagine um, a little kid who's never seen a musical before and is gonna sit down in the high school auditorium and watch a musical for the first time, what would you tell them? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as before, just someone else's story come to life rather than just reading it in a book or something. Like, I mean, that's cool too, but you know, again, I like seeing the visual stuff and like, if it's just like, you know, in your face, like joyous, you know, energizing, it's like, oh my God, I gotta keep my eyes on like <laughs> the prize going on, like. <laughs> Sure, sure. Uh, could you explain to me? Could you explain to me the person that that you were playing this year, the the character that you were becoming during the rehearsal process of Fiddler on the Roof? Right. So my character was Hava. She's a uh, uh, middle child, so you know the black sheep of the family, I guess you would say. Uh, <laughs> she um, loved to read books. She was just kind of like, you know, she was just chill. Like she was like the background sister. I feel like, but. I feel like she was an important role too. And you know, she does, you know, have a little bit of a rebel side throughout the show uh, and make some big changes that, you know, change her life forever. So that was fun to know, like 
just like try to dive into that character. So you said she was a little bit of the of, of a rebel child? A little, like towards yeah. the end. In the beginning, she's like, oh, no, no, yes, sir. Yep, salute <laughs> you, mom. Gotcha, let me do that. But then at the end, she's just like, let me live my own life. Like, let me be my own individual person. So, yeah. Was that a big stretch for you to play or are you kind of a bit of a rebel child? I am not. <laughs> I am, no. <laughs> if my mom tells me to do the dishes, I'm doing the dishes. I'm not going <laughs> to go against that. <laughs> Don't want to test those boundaries. So, yeah, I guess it was a little bit of a stretch, like, you know, like trying to figure out <laughs> how I would react in the situation if I were to go, you know, the opposite of everyone else's beliefs or ideas. Like, yeah. So it was a little crazy, but I enjoyed it for sure. So, can you, Sierra, can you tell me a little bit just about yourself? Pretend like I don't know how awesome you are at all. And, and just tell me like your general uh, two-minute biography of your life. My name is Sierra Missler. I'm 18 years old. I've been doing the musicals for the past four years. I love theater and singing. I'm going to Florida to Flagler College and I'm going to study um, marketing with art administration. I want to do marketing because like I want to do the art side of it, create ads and stuff. But then also I figured if I go into art administration, I'm more likely to get hired by someone because I'll have knowledge in art. Yeah, <laughs> it's a smart path. So, so what were all the musicals that you've been involved in? So I did Cinderella my first year and then second year was Thoroughly Modern Millie. The third year was the Adams family, and then this year Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler on the Roofs, and and can you tell? Can you imagine someone has never seen a musical at all? Um, if you were to, to try to describe to them, right when they're about to sit down, what is a musical? It's like magic. I don't. It's like it's a roller coaster of emotions most of the time. So it's there's a lot of usually happy and funny parts but that's combined with the sad parts that make that draw you in and make you feel like you're part of the show so uh who were you playing this year who were you rehearsing in fiddler on the roof this year i was grandma's idol and um i was also one of the boy dancers okay so let's start there what is that? <laughs> so, since we didn't have many boys, um, they had to make some of the girls boys. So I was a son, technically. And that was me for most of the musical. I was only Grandma Zaitl in um, one scene. Oh, so okay. for most of the musical, I'm a man. <laughs> but it was really fun. Oh, yeah? What yeah. made being the man so fun? Um, well, in Fiddler on the Roof, like the women don't typically get the lead dance parts because that's just how like the history of it worked. Like the women wouldn't get the lead dance roles. So, um, so they gave me a male part. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you got a sense of who these characters, these high school seniors are. And I hope you'll come back for the next episode where we ask each of them to explain what exactly is Fiddler on the Roof.
going to hear some very interesting variations on that theme. Again, thanks for listening, and we hope to see you next time.